Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick. And today's guest is a friend of mine from years ago who I have been meaning to catch up with. So excited. We've kept in touch just kind of online through partnerships and whatnot, but we haven't had a chance to speak together. And I'm just really excited to share with you more about Hillary Pearlson. She's an Akashic Records reader and intuitive guide and founder of The Dreamery, which is a supportive space offering tools, resources, and education to support you in aligning with your soul's path and purpose through the Akashic Records. For over 10 years, she's drawn on her own courageous health journey to fulfill her mission of helping you heal, shift, and transform into your truest self. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Nikki. Such a gift to be here with you. Yes, so wonderful to have you on. I'm so excited. Um, Hillary just was saying to me that the last time we connected in person was before I was married, which is like seven years ago. And it's so crazy because both of our um, lives have like changed so much, but still like, you know, the essence of what we love has stuck with what we're doing, I think. But, you know, you had the dreamery still, but it was, it looked different. It was a different offering and the fullest. And I, I think it was Poppy and Seed at the time that I had, it was just the beginning of what we were both creating, which is so exciting to see, you know, now what you've developed. And I just can't wait to dive in. Before we dive into Akashic Records, I'd love for you to share a little bit about your personal journey and how you found yourself in the space that you're in now. Definitely. Thank you so much for that intro. And yeah, it's so funny because at that time it was Poppy and Seed and the Dreamery was previously Jewels of a Dreamer. So it's so beautiful, those sort of parallels of that journey and and transforming and shifting into what we're sharing now. For me, as you mentioned in the intro, it's really my health journey that brought me to doing the work I am doing now and really supported me in tapping into how I wanted to show up in the world, what I wanted to leave the world with, and how I wanted to feel in my life. I originally went to fashion school. I grew up in Miami, moved to New York to go to FIT and really felt like I had everything figured out. I knew the path that I was on. I was already doing internships at Chanel, Diane von Furstenberg, Teen Vogue. For me, I love having a plan and I felt like I knew the plan. And in my junior year of college, I got really sick. I started to have trouble breathing and started getting bruises all over my body. People were commenting that I looked yellow and very long story short, after getting blood work and seeing many, many doctors, I was diagnosed with something called severe aplastic anemia and told that I needed a bone marrow transplant. So that was in 2011. And my sister was my match and we planned, I had that transplant in December of 2011. And, you know, I still at that time thought, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll get the bone marrow transplant over with. And then I'll go back to fashion school and I'll jump back into my plan. Like nothing is going to ruin my plan. (laughs) LOL. Um, Because the transplant is still 10 plus years later, such a prevalent part of my life. And it was actually in the recovery of that transplant that I started to 
feel this inner, uh, these invitations coming from my heart, this intuitive knowing, I just didn't have the words for it back then of wanting to do something different besides fashion and wanting to share. And what when I really connected to what my dream was, it was to create a blog. So that way I could feature amazing people and products and experiences that I was loving and connect in community and just be creative. I think at the core, that's what I always wanted. And the fashion piece for me was just a bit misdirected. So when I came back to New York and I was finishing school, that's when I launched the blog, Jewels of a Dreamer. And yeah, it's, it was such, it was just an incredible experience. It was really the first time in my life where I got to meet such aligned souls, you being one of them, and really felt like uh, just this deep place of alignment that I hadn't experienced. It was constantly pushing myself into being something that I'm not. And that was really the start of what got me to the place I'm in now with the dreamery, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get all into that, but yeah. And we both were, um, working with Taylor Eyewalker. And I think that it's really interesting because when it comes to, you know, a health journey, a lot of times the emphasis becomes, um, you know, different sorts of treatments. Like I love preventative treatments and I love doing all sorts of things, but I think you know, choosing to work with a private like Kundalini instructor, it's like a different person that's going the direction of looking into like our emotional well-being and how that has translated into what, you know, messages our body is giving us and why and really committing to diving deep. Yeah. And, um, you know, I really connected with you over that, just like knowing that you were also someone who wanted to do that work. And then, yeah, what you were creating was so fun. Like you have such great aesthetic. And I think that, um, at the time there really wasn't anything like that. And, and, you know, slowly we've both kind of been able to hone in on what exactly we can share so that it could maximize like how we show up and share with people. But, um, yeah, overall, I think it's a really beautiful journey to find, you know, your spot in the world and also find it through like such a genuine way. It's just so exciting. So I'm, I'm really excited to learn about just how the Akashic records have helped you. And for listeners who haven't heard of the Akashic records, do you mind explaining them? I'm always someone like I've heard about them a million times. I've interviewed someone about them. Um, but I still feel like I always come to it with a blank slate. Um, because I don't absorb all the information. So I'd love for you to share and explain more about them. Yeah, it would be my pleasure. And I love that approach. I think it is so important for all of us to just take things from the perspective of even if we do know about them, like what can this person, what other perspective can this person bring us into? So, so grateful to share about the records. They are, they are an energetic library. And for listeners who need or would benefit from a visual reference, you can think of the library in the Beauty and the Beast. So this energetic library is filled with everything that every soul has ever thought, said, or done over the course of its existence. So that's past lives, present life, and future possibilities. And everything that has a life force has an Akashic record. So we each have a record. Our friendship has a record. 
this podcast has a record, your business, your home, the city you live in, on and on and on. And when you go into the records and you can access them through sacred prayer, intuitive study, meditation, working with your spirit guides, once you're in the records, you connect with your masters, teachers, and loved ones. And it's typically recommended that you bring questions in starting with what, why, or how. Yes or no questions aren't really recommended because this isn't like a psychic reading. It's a really a co-creation with your guides. And because there's no concept of time or space in the records, you can't ask when questions. So I can also go a little bit deeper if you would like into who your masters, teachers, and loved ones are. I mean, they're essentially your spirit team. Yes, yes. Would love that. Like kind of, okay, so are you just like basically dropping into a meditation and then using your intuition to kind of say, okay, like I want to access these records and like start asking the questions or like, how does it work? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I love talking about this. I can get as nitty gritty into it as you would like. So for for me specifically, the way that I access them is I had been working with them for over three years now. When I first started, I was using someone else's prayer that I had learned in a training. And after a bit of time, it started to feel very taxing on my body using that prayer. And my guides actually gifted me my own access prayer. So that is what I use now in my work. And I always recommend to anyone that I'm working with to experiment with what access feels most supportive and in highest alignment for them. So I use, it's called the universal Akashic prayer. I will ground before I have my practices. They shift and change, but I keep it pretty simple. Light a candle, use flower essences, um, have a cup of tea. I'll meditate beforehand. And then when I drop into the reading space, I always guide whoever I'm reading for through a meditation just so they can meet me wherever they're at in their day. And we can really ground into the space together. I'll read the prayer uh, using their full legal name. That's kind of the imprint that helps to access their specific records. And then once they're open, the records communicate with everyone in their own unique way. So no two people experience the records the same. For me, I get a lot of visuals and inner knowing. And what I'll do is as soon as the records are open, I'll take a few minutes to just connect to the space. Often a visual will come through or some reference point. Sometimes it's like an aha moment right from the beginning. Sometimes it makes sense by the end. Sometimes people will write me weeks later and be like, oh, that was what that meant. Like it all clicked for me. So I'll always share that. And then we'll just co-create together and explore. So they'll have their questions. Sometimes people don't have questions and I help them phrase them once we're in the records. And it's like an onion. There's so many layers to the messages that come through. So typically I'll share the first layer Sometimes we'll be in conversation around that and then we'll just keep peeling it back until they feel really complete in the information that they received. And then we'll close the records and we'll talk for a bit, just integrate the information. And some people like to then go into their own records and we'll use my course offerings to experiment in their own. Some people I see weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly just depends on what the needs of that person are and and what their journey is and what is most supportive for them. 
interrupting this podcast to tell you about Hillary Pearlson, Akashic Records reader, intuitive guide, and founder of The Dreamery, who is sharing a limited time offer to join the Akashic Portal as a founding member for the fullest community. For those new to the Akashic Records, you can think of them as an energetic library or archive filled with everything that every soul has ever thought, said, and done over the course of its existence, from past lives to present life and all future possibilities. The Akashic Portal is your comprehensive guide to co-creating with the Akashic Records, part course, part community, this is the grounded foundation and support you need to enter openly into the Akashic Records and create the kind of connection, clarity, and experience you've been looking for. Every step of the portal pathway is intentionally designed to prepare you and guide you into the limitless miracles and possibilities that exist in your everyday life. Join now to become a founding member and receive 50% off the Akashic portal with code THEFULLEST. Learn more at thedreamery.com forward slash portal. That's the D-R-E-A-M-E-R-I-E dot com forward slash portal code THEFULLEST for 50% off. What do people typically like use it for if you know so okay yeah. share with us how it's different than like a psychic reading yeah and because obviously it sounds like it's more of a practice mm-hmm. and yeah and a way to like tap more into your intuition through like these records but yeah exactly. just tell us how it differs and then also like what you can use it for um because like for example maybe you can use an example too because yeah let's say like I wanted to use it for my business, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, it doesn't have like a, t- like a timeline and their time is not linear. Right? right. So like, how does that work? Yeah. Tell us all the things. Okay. Yeah. I love, I, I love to say that the records help to reaffirm your own intuitive knowing. So they're a very subtle energy, just like our intuition and what I found in doing I'm hundreds and hundreds of readings at this point and being in my own records, it is that place of hearing and feeling something that already existed within the person. It's like rarely will the things that come through be this like, I've never thought of that. I, that's, that's like a completely out there idea to me. It's often that place of like, in this exhale, like, oh, I knew that I had felt that within myself, I feel so affirmed. And with that co creation, you then get to build trust with your intuition outside of the records. So it's like having your this direct access line to your spirit guides, to help to reaffirm your own intuitive knowing your own power within you, which is why I love the records so much versus going into full disclosure, have not had a psychic reading. I haven't felt especially called to it, but you know, I think, so I can't speak for like what a psychic reading is, but I can say that with the records, this isn't ask a question and just be told what to do. Like they're giving you different possibilities for whatever it is that you are trying to gain clarity around or drop into. So I love using it for my business. It's one of my favorite ways to use it because I think the records, and I felt like this before actually working with them can be a bit intimidating. Like it can be like, 
okay, like what is, you know, infinite possibility? What is infinite possibility? And what am I tapping into? And I hear a lot, you know, the questions of, am I going to hear something I don't want to hear? Or that's scary or all of, you know, those questions that come with experiencing something we're not familiar with that I totally honor and appreciate because I have felt them myself. And going into the records, it's such a loving experience and everything that comes through is for your highest good and the highest good of everyone around you. So you can bring in really big and expansive questions, things like, what is my soul's purpose? What am I meant to learn from this relationship? What did I bring in from a past life that I'm still integrating within this life? Or you can go into the record, your own records, um, the records of your business and ask questions of like, how can I launch this new product in the most supportive way for my team and my community? Or what does my community need to hear from me on social media? Or how do I navigate this partnership? Like you can bring it in for those really practical questions, which is my favorite way to use the records. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So would you say that the records basically have future knowledge? So they're giving you potential outcomes for the future. So it's not like I want to be really um, careful with my language because it's not like, oh, we're like rubbing a crystal ball and seeing the future. But there is visions that they bring you into pertaining to the future. And while those visions can shift, I, I haven't experienced them shifting drastically and I will also say that if you're not meant to have the full picture, they won't give you the full picture. It's really what is in highest and best for you and your soul's evolution. Cause that is the intention is really to support your soul and its journey. That's so exciting. I love all of this. So, um, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> what, are there any no go zones in the records? Can you look into loved ones records? Yeah. So you always want to have permission from the other person. So a no-go is going into someone else's records without their permission ever. And then also the, in this one, I will say there are exceptions, but I recommend not doing a reading with someone who's 18 or younger. And again, there are exceptions to this, but at that age, it's, they're still figuring out who they are, likes, dislikes, opinions, and unless that person is really able to fully receive the information in the way it was intended, it can, it, it cannot be beneficial to them. So I, I recommend in most cases, not reading for someone 18 or younger in terms of your loved ones. So I've done readings for couples. Um, I've done readings where open up the records for a wedding. And for me, I prefer to have both parties there but as long as there is the approval the okay from the other person then it's all right and i even would say you can open up the records for like a piece of property or a home so unless it's like public property uh i would recommend getting permission from the owner of that land or that home just because our energy is so intrinsically tied with our space but Otherwise, not many no-goes outside of, you know, having permission 18 or younger and if someone owns like the property. 
Yeah, that's so cool. That's so I cool. love that. I like want a million of like <laughs> sessions. So tell us a little bit about the sessions and clearly like you're doing reading. So what does that look like? It's on Zoom. Are you, you know, you're co-creating with someone. Does that mean that you guys kind of tap in, but they stay, they ask a question and you have a vision and they might have a similar vision or like, how does that work? Yeah. So I'll share like the typical experience of a reading. I will preface with say that and preface and say that I'm not doing as many one-off readings because I'm moving into the group experiences, which I can also share about because group readings are so wildly expansive and supportive. And my guides have really been moving me in that direction. But I think just for anyone to know when they're getting a reading, sort of what they can expect is, is super helpful, especially if they're feeling called to the records. So we're on Zoom. I'm the only one opening up the records. That person is there just to receive. I do ask in my email before the session to come up with anywhere from like six to eight questions, starting with what, why, or how. And I have an ebook and blog posts that give tons of question examples just so they can get some inspiration. And then we drop into the space. And as I shared, we meditate, I open the records, and I just start sharing with them. And we're just in conversation together. So I'll ask how that's landing, how it feels for them. Does it resonate? If things are coming through their channel, I welcome it all. If anything is popping in, all things are welcome. It's so healing for the heart space to share when you're in the records. And I'll just help to sort of navigate the energy and check in, make sure they feel complete before moving to the next question. And I can also feel in my body when there's information that needs to come through that hasn't been spoken to. So I'll often say like, I'm just going to check in and see what else wants to come through because I want to make sure they feel complete for themselves and also for my physical body, because I don't want any lingering energies after we close. And then yeah, they get the recording and then they can integrate, re-listen. I'm always so surprised at how many people tell me that they listen to the recording over and over, which is so cool and get something new or something lands differently because a lot of information can come through. So I do like to make sure it's recorded so they can tap back in whenever they're feeling called. That sounds amazing. And tell us a little bit about the Akashic portal is that what you created, right? Yes. So people can learn how to do this on their own. Yes, yes. I um I'm so so excited and just feel so blessed to create this space and been feeling and hearing from my guides for quite a while now that it goes so beyond me reading for others or even just providing the information for others to read that it's really about moving into that place of community and connection and how this work is a foundation to have that expansive experience in the records, but also in your everyday life. So the portal is going to be part course, part community. The course is made up of four pathways, really laying that foundation to have that expansive experience And it moves through clearing space, cultivating inner awareness, creating alignment, and then how to read the records. And it's optional if people want to open their own records while they're going through it. And alongside this potent course that I have made, just 
I, I must say it is such a beautiful, beautiful experience. And I share that so humbly and with the truth that I've been really working on this for years with the people that I'm working and doing these readings with in mind. And then alongside that, we're going to have a community space off of social media where they'll have access to me to ask questions, something I typically only would give to mentorship clients. And most excitingly, the space to witness one another, to share their experiences in the records, to ask questions, to say, is this normal? Has anyone else felt this? Um, what does this mean? I'm trying to understand this. So, you know, I received so many messages and voice notes and DMs sharing these incredible experiences. And I just feel so excited and grateful to drop into a space where we can witness one another and just co-create with the records together, whether they want to bring in big and expansive questions, whether they want to use it to run their business, navigate relationships. I just featured, I'm starting a new series called My Akashic Journey on the blog to feature some of these stories and just had an amazing community member who used our prayer, meditation, and course to build out this beautiful retreat that she's hosting in Spain. So there's just so many examples like that. And I am really excited to bring together the foundational healing work, sort of what you were referencing at the beginning and that work that we've both been so committed to within our own healing that is so necessary to hold the vision for our life and to feel more tapped into our intuition and more trusting of ourselves and our heart. And with that to also go into the records if they feel called to it. That's so beautiful. And your website and everything is just so stunning. And I love what you've created and the community you've created around it. I, I love all of it. And I think that, you know, our intentions really are so aligned, like, we're wanting through our products, through our content to really empower people to trust their intuition. And like what you're doing is, is really showing them what it can do when you have that relationship. It's so beautiful. So I was really excited to have you on and, and have our paths cross once again. And I can't wait to hopefully continue to partner together. Oh, me too. I feel like a lot of co-creation in our future. Yeah. So please share with people how they can connect with you and, um, you know, maybe do a group reading or sign up to figure out how to, um, you know, go on this journey. Yes. On their own. So uh, the website is the dreamery dream, E R I E.com. And the best place to stay updated is through our newsletter, which you can join there. And all the information for the portal, which will have the group readings and the members only podcasts and courses, all of that will be on the website. And I am also on Instagram and TikTok. I'm sure we'll link all of that. And that is my full name, Hillary Pearlson, and at the underscore dreamery. Thanks so much, Hillary. So happy to have you.